Hiram figures out that somebody's trying to investigate him via Archie. And eventually he figures out that they're like meeting in Archie's garage. Mm-hmm. So he he bursts into the garage and he goes, Arthur? <laughs> oh my god, I would love that. Hello and welcome to our Riverdale podcast brought to you by the Aficionados Podcast Network. My name is Robin Jeffrey. I'm a 22-year-old actor and filmmaker from Alberta, Canada. I like rooting anti-heroes and feminist agendas, and I have way too much knowledge regarding details that no one else remembers. I run at the 100 script on Twitter, and you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere. If I could name Polly's twins, I would name them Reese and Rory. Why? I don't know. I think those are nice names. Oh, also, nice. Reese, because I really love Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> I hope you name one of your kids like that one day and then yes, and then their nickname is peanut i'm prepared <laughs> but then they ask like mom how did you come up with my name and it's like i, oh, love I just really chocolate. like peanut butter cups <laughs> it's true <laughs> beautiful and my name is Brittany ray i'm a 28 year old writer and tv critic from beautiful post-apocalyptic vancouver bc i like badass milfs and long naps i'm on twitter at batania where i can be found attempting journalism and talking about my cat and if i could name polly's twins i would name them fred and george i don't care about the gender they're fred and george <laughs> okay and uh once again we have our lovely friend sam with us today who Yay. is she hi oh do you want me to say who i am yeah yeah that's why i said who is she <laughs> Well, my name is Sam Coley. I'm a 25-year-old communications specialist in pre-apocalyptic Washington, D.C. I like ships in their 40s and making playlists. I'm a senior writer at Telltale TV, where I am currently reviewing Supergirl and Blackish, and as soon as it comes back, I will be reviewing The 100. I'm on Twitter at Sam Casey's, where you'll find me yelling about TV, food, and feminism. And if I could name Polly's twins, I would name them Luke and Leia, because yeah. brand. <laughs> Um, she said that while wearing a Star Wars shirt, just for the record. <laughs> we are so excited today because, yes, we are late. Um, and, you know, that's because we have been at a convention all weekend. But um, this is the first time that we're recording in the same, same room. room. This is the, yeah. the first time that I only have one track to edit. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Life we're just all, so much Like, easier. I'm looking at Brittany and looking at Sam. And that's also helpful because then we won't go over top of each other because we'll see who's do- beginning to talk. We'll know that's who's true. prepared to talk. But also, like, if we do go over top of each other, there's no way to separate it now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'll just have to raise my hand. Be like, I yeah. would like to talk next. <laughs> Thank you. That actually sounds like an okay plan. <laughs> me? Me, please. Today we have words to say about episode 210 of Riverdale, The Blackboard Jungle. Okay, so The Blackboard Jungle was a 1955 social commentary film about a teacher at an interracial school. Oh, I see what they did there. Oh. They were like, I see what they did there. They were like, oh, school discourse. Sure. <laughs> yeah. They could have just named it Hairspray. That's true. Thank you. It might have been easier to make that uh, illusion if Juggy wasn't so aggressively white. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be, like, not the nicest Jughead, or podcast towards Jughead, but, yeah. you know. Well, he's not the nicest I just character wanna, right know, now. I just want to punch him up just like a little bit. I've switched my allegiance from, <laughs> from Jughead to his dad. From Jughead <laughs> to his dad and or any other serpent. <laughs> I respect that deeply. Sweet Pea. Robin's new obsession is Sweet Pea. Sweet Pea, he's a good person. He tries his best. He wears turtlenecks. <laughs> you try your best, but you don't stick Uh So the first storyline that we're going to talk about is Archie and Cheryl. Neat. Neat. Okay, so... Pen- <laughs> the redheads. I kept thinking, like, 
why is Penelope sleeping with this terrible random tree man? Oh my god, Robin! I was like, what's going on here? Like, how did this happen? Yeah, that's true. It just looked like she was having an affair with Santa. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, I hope that they talk about it. Very first scene, Penelope's (laughs) like, yeah, I'm prostituting myself, basically. Oh, man. And I'm like, well, that explains it. You know, whatever works for you. Yeah. Um, I love how that guy got to, like, come in and act in, like, one scene in the episode. Then he was like, I think I'll also make out with this beautiful lady. Yeah, I, you know what? He really did get the best job. Actually. I respect <laughs> yeah. it. She said it's like when she was younger. And that Yikes! She, she seems to be quite proud of, of what's, what she's doing here. Do you think it was just because when she was like, younger, she was, like, very popular? That seems to um, kind of be it. In the, in the high school sex sphere, I guess. I don't think she was, like, prostituting. Getting mean, not paid yeah. for it All in of high these school. kids are sleeping with each other and they're teenagers and it's gross. So. I just mean I don't think she was getting paid for it in high school. Yeah. She should have been. Get your <laughs> coin. Um, <laughs> no, honestly, like, sex work is like, if that's what you're doing, that's what you're doing. Just get paid, man. One of my next ones is a positive message of sex industry, question mark? I think so. She's of a certain age and she's still doing this and seems to have, like, a popular client base. And she seems to, like be okay with what she's doing. Yeah, yeah, so. and she's like a well-off lady anyway. She's consenting to it, and she gets to do it in her own house, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And wear her own clothes, which are beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, maybe don't do it in the same house as your kid. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> Cheryl Cunt came down on Christmas yeah. morning. <laughs> Ruined her Christmas. And I did not think it was possible to ruin that kid's Christmas anymore. Yeah, yeah. She's like, well, two of my family members have now died next Christmas. Oh, great. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. Justice for Cheryl. Thanks so much. Fred is like, sup with our medical bill being paid. And Archie's like, oh, well, I didn't even tell anybody except for for, for my rich girlfriend. This is the first time that I've actually gotten to see Robin's notes in person. And it actually does say, sup with the paid medical bills. And then it says, oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I remember. <laughs> I do the same thing. No, I like that she, like, whenever Robin's speaking, it's tr- it's truly sup. 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 So then he realizes it was Veronica. Archie's talking about how he had wrote, written some songs, and now he's going to start a band like the Fredheads. <laughs> yeah, remember when Archie had musical talent that he was exploring? Yeah. I, I forgot about that because it ended in episode four. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to join his band, though? Josie? oh like that would be cool but like does he know anybody else with talent besides josie well Well, every other ronnie can sing every other person in the cast can sing except for cole sprouse except for cole sprouse (laughs) like even kevin has sing something what i think for a band he does the tambourine (laughs) i just feel like for a band you need people that can play more instruments than can sing I feel like I want Kevin to be able to play the guitar or the drums. I bet Sweet Pea could do something. <gasps> yeah, that's how they all become best friends. They just have like Aww. one giant band. Tony on the keyboard. Yeah! yeah! She's a good one. Or like they formed the new Pussycats, but it's Josie, Ronnie, and Tony. Ooh. Man, Val and Mel would be so pissed. <laughs> well, they can come too. Everyone should just be friends. Fred brings up the fact that he soundproofed the garage just so that that could come back later in this episode. (laughs) There are more pictures being taken of him. I'm assuming that that was Agent Adams. 
What's he gonna do? I with hope those? so. Well, yeah, what is he gonna do with those? Just give them to his superiors, and like, the superiors are like, "What do I want with this?" <laughs> his boss is like, "Why do you have these pictures of this teenage boy?" He told like, me to take pictures of everything important. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, that kid wears that jacket a lot. His hair, <laughs> his hair seemed like a clue. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so he goes and thanks Veronica for the money, which I expected him to be mad. Personally, I expected both like him or Fred at least to be like. What the heck? Let us yeah. live our lives. I knew Fred. Fred is still, mad, yeah. Right. Fred's like a really proud person, but Archie's like Archie's just like Archie's smart and stupid enough to not care because it'll take care of his dad. But also like he doesn't have like that sense of pride that I think Fred does. Yeah. Right. Which is kind of good because then there's no conflict there between he and Ronnie. Like they can have different types of conflict. Mm-hmm. Money conflict is boring to watch to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, okay, so Archie's listening to music, then we have Adams from the FBI, and we had to go back to make sure that he showed his badge, just in case. Like, we were gonna have this big theory about how he He, was, like, a fake (laughs) FBI agent, and he was trying to do, I don't know. He doesn't seem like a real FBI agent. No. He seems like someone pretending to be an FBI agent. Mm. He, like, sorry. (laughs) Grew up pretending to be an FBI agent and never realized it wasn't, uh, wasn't real. He, like, fulfilled (laughs) his childhood fantasy of becoming an FBI agent, Mm -hmm. and he takes it really seriously. So he's born and raised in Riverdale, um, and they're basically trying to investigate Hiram, because he's a shady guy. Okay, but, like, if he was born and raised in Riverdale, like... Everyone should know him. Yeah, like, considering how friggin' small that town is, everyone would be like, oh, yeah, one of us grew up to be an FBI agent. (laughs) Okay, okay, imagine this. Are you ready? I'm ready. Should I close my eyes or no? Uh, whatever you want. Okay. Okay, so, um, Hiram figures out that somebody's trying to investigate him (laughs) via Archie, and eventually he figures out that they're, like, meeting in Archie's garage. Mm -hmm. So he, he bursts into the garage and he goes, Arthur? (laughs) Oh my god, I would love that. And Arthur's like, ah! (laughs) Arthur's like, I gotta go! He just puts on, like, a black hood. He's like, you can't see my face! At the end of the episode, Archie's just like, I think we got the wrong guy. And Adams is like, shoot, I almost got away. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't for you, Drat. What is it? It wasn't for you, meddling meddling kids. Meddling kids, yeah. I thought it was darned kids for some reason. No, that's not right. That's not right. Okay, so Archie's in a really good position to help them. Um, Something about the St. Clair's and how he, or Nick was put in the hospital with life-threatening injuries. Let's just all boo Nick for a second. Boo! Good job, team. My next note is WTF, bro, and I'm not sure why. <laughs> so if if Adams grew up there, he probably knows why Alice was arrested, hey? <gasps> since I mean, since apparently everyone but us knows why Alice was arrested. Yeah. Would like to know, please. Why yeah. do we think Alice was arrested? I mean, I have this, like, vision, because I listened to Getaway Car by Taylor Swift, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, in, like, an FP and Alice lens, and uh-huh. so, like, that's just, like, what I see in my brain Like, now. they robbed like someone they robbed or something? Or yeah. Something. And then she, like, in the- the car. Yeah. In the sh- song, she kind of, like, turns him in and, and is a traitor towards him, but then it's like, how did she get arrested? Or uh, Yeah, I'm not sure. It has to have been something mild enough that neither of them went to jail for a long time yeah. and that people on the north side would still accept her into their fold. Yeah. So it has to be, like, something under robbery but above graffiti. Right. Because apparently Archie's allowed to graffiti stuff willy-nilly. Yeah. Do you think it's pre or post getting together with Hal? 
three. Probably. Well, she was with Hal in high school, and the picture yeah. of her didn't look, like, the picture in the newspaper article didn't look, like, crazy young. I don't know. I think plus, she's a teenager in that picture. Plus, if you're a teenager, you're not allowed, like, legally, they're not allowed to share your photo or your name if you're not over 18. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Though, I'm guessing the writers maybe forgot that detail. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Which I have more thoughts on in the Coopers Oh, okay. about, about oh, okay. like being 18 and, and stuff okay okay so he's like yeah i can't talk you can't talk to your dad about this because um he might be like in cahoots with hiram cahoots. and so he decides to blackmail archie so that he doesn't like arrest his dad basically uh fred gets home and archie's just like don't accept the money dad and he's like oh i already accepted the money so <laughs> really? I'm, I'm so sorry <laughs> Uh, he traded 20% of Andrew's construction for it. To the lodges? Yeah. So did the lodges just want to buy all of R- Riverdale? Yeah, probably. That's what it's feeling like. They want to gentrify everything. Um, Archie's at dinner with the lodges, and he's asking a bunch of shady questions. And Veronica's talking about this welcoming committee that she's uh, start- going to start and, and put on. And then he starts asking about the Nick accident. The nick accident. The Nick incident. <gasps> I love it. <laughs> but yeah, Nick apparently is back at school, and uh, yeah, basically he's just a- asking a bunch of shady questions. And Hiram's kind of looking at him like, "I think we're done with the cues, buddy." <laughs> you were Hiram, you'd be like, "Why is this dumb kid on to me?" Put him away, friend. I thought he was just a bag of rocks. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a bunch of rocks stacked up on top of each other that's supposed to protect my daughter. <laughs> in a trench coat. <laughs> He's four kids in a trench coat. Yeah. And then just, he, we get a close-up on the card that Adams had given to him, and his first name's Arthur. Oh, I was like, where did she get Arthur from? Arthur Adams? From the show. Archie Andrews, Arthur Adams? Wow, they're buddies. But I went into the list of Archie Commerce characters, and there was only one person whose last name was Adams, Mm -hmm. and he was, I think it said he was supposed to be, like, a teenager, and he was supposed to be African-American, so I was like, so they definitely did not take it from him. Um, So the next thing is that (laughs) Archie gets blackmailed by two different people in the same episode. He's so easy to blackmail. (laughs) It's just, he's so dumb. Uh, So Cheryl blackmails him with the fact that he and Betty kissed that one time. They were on a break. Like- <laughs> so, uh, Cheryl and Archie are kind of having, like, a talk here. They talk about Nick and how he got into an accident, and Cheryl's kind of like, oh, how, how sad. sad. <laughs> yeah. Too bad I literally don't care. So then they talk about the the check, and she reveals that he also hurt Veronica, which Archie did not know. I wonder why Veronica didn't tell Archie that. Because he knew, because she knew that Archie would go and, like, beat him up, just like he does. Maybe I don't she, see the downside. <laughs> well, maybe she knew that her parents were setting up a heckin' accident or whatever. Oh, yeah, she did know that, didn't she? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it's really annoying to me that Archie only really wants to go after him after he finds out that he hurt Ronnie, right. too. I was like... Cheryl's a person. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of when people are just like, no, I would never hurt women. I have a sister. Yeah. It's like, well, your sister isn't the only woman who's a person. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They're like, just because something, like, I I get needing to, like, personalize something in order to understand it, but you should be, like, empathetic to the concept. Yeah. This is why she's dumb. Cheryl says that she genuinely thought he already knew, 
and she must have kept it from him for a reason. I total I believed Cheryl in this moment, but when we were when yeah. we were watching it today, you guys didn't believe her. No, uh, I think she does I things. Her. I think Cheryl does everything strategically, mm. especially because she's like trying to manipulate everyone in this episode. I think that was just another like bullet in her gun, and she like shot it. Well, Why are you looking at me like that? That's just a great metaphor. Thanks Congratulations so much. Thank you. That. I'm a really deep and thoughtful person. Um, I am shallow <laughs> as a puddle. <laughs> They're in Archie's garage, which is soundproofed because we talked about that earlier in the episode. <laughs> How convenient. Um, hey, the Black Hood could totally murder someone in there. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, but also, ah. Like, can you imagine Fred being like, Archie, where are you? Ah, murder seat. Like, poor Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't he been through enough? <laughs> Nick was at the ski resort in Vail. Um, Vail is in Colorado, and if we think that... Riverdale is like in New York. Like that's a really that's a far. Long way. That's a long ways away. That's what rich people do. They go to Vail. He's just like, well, uh, I attempted rape. I guess I'll go on a vacation in Colorado. I am like that. That's literally what rich people do. And then I they're hate. like, haha. Because where else are they supposed to go skiing? Aspen. <laughs> okay. Archie tells Adams that Nick hurt Veronica, so that's probably what Hiram's motive would have been. Mm-hmm. They need to find a way for him to see Nick without talking about the lodges at all. So he goes to see Cheryl. He's going to tell her that he's going to go and get the check back for her. But he needs one of Jason's blazers. Here's my big question, though. There was a giant fire in their home. (laughs) And they thought, yes, well, one of the most important things to save is Jason's Jason's old blazers. blazers. So, like, they saved Jason's blazers. They somehow saved Nana Rose. And... At the beginning of the season, wasn't Penelope, like, wrapped in bandages? Like, yep. didn't she have... Like, at the end of last season, she was out of the house with Cheryl. Yeah. But then she was wrapped in bandages. Like, shouldn't she have, like, burns? She has She has one hand burned. And she wears a glove on it. Oh. But, like, my question is, we like, saw the whole damn house yeah. on fire. Mm-hmm. Now the house is fine. No, that's a different house. Different house. It's a different house? Yeah, they yeah. were at Thornhill, and now they're at a place called... Uh, hold up, fam. Yeah, they are... It's hold. They're so rich that they have multiple houses that have flower puns. I like I like the commitment to aesthetic. I actually, I think more people should name their houses. I agree. Wait, Claire has her house name! Yes! <laughs> Claire is in the room. Claire, please tell us. What? What is the name of your house? Oh, my house? Yep. Miss Lucille's Gossip Parlor. That's the best house name that's ever existed. (laughs) Miss Lucille's Gossip Parlor. And you can actually tag it there on Instagram. Yes, you can. When you are there. Now this place needs a name, guys. we got to come up with a name for my apartment. Thistle House. Thistle. Thistle House is what it's called. and Thistle, so they're really into that rose imagery. Yeah. Okay, so then Archie gets dressed in these random blazers that suddenly pop into existence, and he looks like Jason, which is his whole thing. Okay, that's starting to get real But Also, I'm like, who's Jason? Like, can we get rid of Jason? Like, I don't want to hear about him anymore. What? No, I want to keep hearing about it. I don't think the show should forget people who died. Because other shows do that. Yeah, but I think... I just feel like, like, I didn't know Jason. I basically know nothing about Jason, and so I don't care about him at all. Well, he looked like Archibald. Yeah. And he may or may not have been into incest. Yeah. And he's dead. He was accidentally into incest. They didn't know. Yeah. You know what's weird? 
is I totally forgot about that part, and I was just thinking about his weirdo relationship with Cheryl. Oh, yeah. Oh! (laughs) See? So I feel like I have a point here. You do. (laughs) You Um, do. So he goes to see Nick. Uh, His cast is signed by some people who I guess are his friends, even though he doesn't deserve them. friends? His parents probably Um. pay them to hang out. (laughs) He's like, um, a dollar per signature, please. A dollar? Okay, a thousand dollars per signature. Yeah, I would be like, you have to pay me minimum a thousand dollars. He shows up in his dorm and he's like, hi, can I get a new check, please? And he's like, oh, that's it? Yeah, totally. I was kind of surprised he just, like, did that immediately. Well, he's super rich. Also, he's like, actually, I want double. And Nick's like, oh, yeah, whatever. So he just needed the blazer to look like he would fit in on campus? Yeah, I feel like he needed the blazer just so he could, like, walk in and no one would question him, I guess. Nick was wearing a hoodie. It's <laughs> like, you can't look poor when you're walking into your dorm. Archie you look doesn't, poor inside He literally dorm. says, why are you wearing that blazer? Yeah, like, Archie <laughs> doesn't even look poor. He just looks like a regular white dude. Archie doesn't know how to act like a rich person. He thought he just needed a new outfit. You know what? Archie was just like, man, I really need a new blazer and I can't afford one. <laughs> so he's like, oh, so you had a ski accident? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, wow, you must suck at skiing. <laughs> Do you know how easily you can break both legs skiing? Easy. One time Very I easily. fell down a whole, like, hill of moguls, and I got to the bottom, and I was like, I'm still alive. Yeah. Hey, Brittany, tell them how you think that skiing and snowboarding and surfing are nothing alike. They're not alike. The only thing that's similar is that you're on a board. And you have to balance on... The, the, the type of balance is of totally different, and the water is moving, and the snow is not. Hill, stationary. Water, constantly moving, and you sink in it. Sam goes, I think the skills for snowboarding would transfer over to surfing. I was like, I don't think that's right. I have no opinion. No comment. Do you know how to do any of those things? No. You don't know how to ski? Well, I did ski when I was, like, in school. So, like, I can, like, like, (laughs) cross-country ski. I can, like, (laughs) puppets making little movements with their arms. (laughs) I can, like, cross-country ski, but I I could never, I can't go down a hill or anything. You can't downhill ski? No. Well, how are we going to go up to Grouse Mountain to go skiing now? That doesn't sound like something I'd like to do anyway. I want to do it. Okay. Well, You're not fun. invited. Cool. I'll sit at home. The great thing about, like, Robin, if you say she's not invited to an activity, she'd be like, cool, I didn't want to go anyway. <laughs> like, great. And now I have to find some other way to torture you. <laughs> so Archie's, like, leaning on Nick's broken legs, and that's really reminding me of that part in Ch- in uh, Prisoner of Azkaban where Dumbledore is, like, touching Ron's broken leg, and Ron just goes, ah! Oh, yeah. What's that about? Dumbledore just not understanding social cues. Um, Which doesn't make sense for, like, book Dumbledore would absolutely get it, but movie Dumbledore, who is that guy? Yeah. Yeah, true. Archie, they have been really using the actual word rape. Yeah. That's, yeah, I like. Which is very commendable, considering most shows will not do that. Yeah. Although earlier, like, last season, they would not use the word abortion. Yeah. Or pedophile. True. True. Yeah. yeah, they should be. They should have been using statutory rape absolutely. in the first they four episodes. And then yeah, they absolutely did not. Yeah. So he's like, mm, I don't think that that's the only reason why you're here. I don't even remember you being friends with Cheryl. And he's like, Well, it's because you were high the whole time, Nick. It's like you know what? That's fair. That, he that's was true, high though. The whole time. He's like, Fine, never mind. I'm here for for Veronica, and I'm here for Cheryl. And then Nick says that one day, like Veronica will turn on him. And then, for some reason, that makes Archie mad, and he punches him. But why would Ronnie turn on him in the first place? I don't know. Like, for what reason? Because he's making shark metaphors. They don't really love each other. 
They're 16. That's a, <laughs> uh, that's a fair point. Um, well, or they do, but it's like, you know, not like they have to grow older. It's just like, I don't know. I don't, I think he was just trying to rile them up. And Archie has insecurities about commitment. Well, Especially since Veronica was like, I can't do this. And then she came back, I love you. Yeah. It's like, okay. Okay. So Nick is like texting Veronica. It turns out Archie broke his nose. As you do. It's what he deserves. Cheryl comes in and takes responsibility for everything. That was a solid. Yeah. To be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is another reason why I kind of believed Cheryl at the yeah, beginning is because she felt really bad and so she decided to help Archie out by That's true, that's yes. a good point. Yeah. yeah. Next Archie's like vacuuming everything on his plate into his mouth. <laughs> He's just going move. nuts. That and was me last night. <laughs> trying to eat poutine as fast as possible. I'm like, get in my mouth. <laughs> um, Veronica's like, hey, I can tell that you're being weird. Um, and he's like, okay, yeah, here's what's being weird. And you're like, is he gonna tell her about the FBI agent? And then he goes, me and Betty kiss. And you're like, cool, cool. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> That's another acceptable secret of yours. Yeah, yeah. And then, for some reason, Veronica's, like, actually pretty upset. Like, I don't... I'm trying to decide where yeah, that we're on a break. We're on a break. And that's the difference is, like, they were on a break on Friends. It's like, doesn't Ross go over to that lady's house and, like, sleep with her, right? Yeah, yeah. immediately. Yeah. But on this one, like, he literally, like, kissed Betty. And Betty's the and one who like, initiated it yeah, as well. Yeah, like, he didn't even kiss And then someone tried to kill Betty him. On purpose. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, eh, well, that was a different time. So, either way, Veronica's, like, okay with it now and it's all fine. We've moved past it. Claire, do you have any hot takes on Friends? Sure does. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, she like realized that they've all kissed Betty at some point. So yeah, exactly, as Archie a couple, was the only one in the friend group who hadn't yet. Yeah. So. Yes. As a couple, they have both kissed Betty. Yeah. And so has Jughead. Yeah. Can I name who? Like who Kevin. hasn't kissed Betty? Kevin hasn't kissed Cheryl. Betty. I feel like if Kevin kissed Betty, he'd be like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and and Cheryl. And Cheryl, but not opposed. I thought that was going to happen last night. Yeah. Cheryl might like kissing Betty. Um, Cheryl goes and gives Penelope the check that she got back, and she's like, here, now you don't have to do that stuff anymore. And Penelope's like, but why would I stop when I'm having so much fun? And I'm, like, torn between, okay, and, girl, you don't have to get validation from that. It's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm just like, why didn't you just put the check in your own bank account, like, why? Don't you think people would wonder why a teenager was putting, like, a million dollars in her bank account? I mean, maybe, but, like, she's a rich teenager anyway. So, like, I feel like Cheryl gets away with a lot, and she would probably get away with that. I wonder if she even has a bank account. She might just have credit cards. I had a bank account when I was 16. Yeah, but rich people. I feel like rich people, of all people, would have a bank account, like, when they're born. I don't know. I think she just has credit cards that get paid out of the family bill. I had a bank account when I was born. Can you confirm? My mother can confirm. (laughs) (laughs) Archie asks Veronica why she didn't tell him about Nick, um, and she felt really dumb because she didn't see him for what he was. And uh, uh, she also also told Kevin, and that's it. (laughs) That's the rest of that scene. It's Kevin and no one else. Thanks so much. <laughs> um, he goes to Adams and says he needs protection for Fred and for Veronica, and he needs it in writing. 
And Adams is just like, sure, whatever you want. Like, like, like doesn't he have to call somebody? I don't this? think I don't he know. has the authority to be saying, like, promising these things. Yeah. Because I don't think he's a real FBI agent. But I think that's giving the show, like, too much, like, creativity. Credit. Yeah. Yeah. So now Archie is saying that he doesn't think that the black hood that they caught was the right black hood. Which, like, thank you, because yeah. neither were we. No, like, exactly. same. But also, literally, what evidence does Archie have? Yeah. Like, if anything, Betty's the one who would think that. Yeah. Because she literally has all the receipts in a box. Well, Except she, she did. Just, that she burned them. some of. Yeah. But, what, does Arch- is Archie just going on his men's intuition? <laughs> just wondering. Um, and then, lastly, in this... Uh, storyline the voiceover says that Archie's taking a step further into darkness and then it gets really dark in the room because I couldn't <laughs> see anything does that mean he's finally gonna dye his hair so Ooh. he doesn't look like Cheryl's like diet twin no. I love how it looked no. like Sam was having a thought and we were both like what's the thought gonna be <laughs> nothing. no nothing I it got nothing just... fam you can't change his hair it's like iconic it's not like he looks much like Archie anyway. He doesn't even have frugals. That's the truth. I mean, maybe Or they'll... a jalopy. That's the truth. Do you know how much it drives me nuts that he doesn't have a jalopy? A lot, apparently. A lot. A freaking lot. The next storyline we're going to talk about is the serpents and Veronica, a.k.a. very exciting. The verpents. Good stuff. Good st- The verpents? Yeah. I'm trying to mash it together. <laughs> Ew. Um, it's Veronica. Okay, um, Veronica knows... Veronica knows about the secrets. If you start saying things over top of me, I can't edit them out. <laughs> you have the look you gave me. It's just like, <laughs> so Veronica knows the secret, and um, basically her um, part of the plan is to keep all of her classmates chill about it, which she fails spectacularly at. Um, I have a question. Okay. Why? Why what? Why does it really matter how riled up those kids get? Isn't that a better distraction than anything else? I guess. Like, if well, you if everyone's focused on that, no one's going to notice the lodges quietly purchasing the land because everyone's just trying to figure out why the friggin' serpents can't integrate into the school because the Northsiders are snobby butthead. That's a way better distraction than everyone just being chill because then they're just looking for something to pay attention to. I think they just no. needed a Veronica storyline. Fair. Well, I think if they're chill about coming to the new school, they're not looking for, like, a reason... That the other school got shut down outside, like, health code violations or something. Because that's obviously a front. Well, I mean, considering they said the toilets don't even work there, I feel like health code... What the hell was that? (laughs) I don't know. Keep talking. Uh, I feel like health code violations are, like, not far off. Yeah. Like, the the toilets didn't work. Yeah. It stressed me out hearing that. I think mainly she wants to keep Jughead from figuring anything out because Jughead is the one who's like, let me just I'm a detective. I feel like Jughead's an idiot. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I have been a serpent for a month and I am scandalized right now. And I was like, please just shut up. Consensus. We see Kevin here and he's reading a book and all I could see from it was the author who was named Clive Barker. He's a horror writer. And I tried to look at the the front of the book that he was reading, and I tried to um, match it up to the books that he's read, or that the guy has written, and yeah. I, I couldn't figure out exactly which book it was. Did you check but the uh, Riverdale Writers Twitter? To no, see I didn't. Maybe they said it? No, I didn't. Okay. 
But also, we've seen Kevin reading multiple times, and I think that's nice that Kevin's like a secret bookworm. <laughs> I you were going to say, I think that's nice that Kevin knows how to read. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, wait. I have to... I think it would be nice if Archie knew how to read. No, I have to clarify something. Remember how I was getting all spicy about Kevin's storyline? So I was like, why is he going into the woods to hook up? Like, why are they saying that's gay culture? Uh Uh-huh. It is. I was wrong. What? (laughs) It's like what they used to do. That's what, like, gay men used to do. Getting into Drag Race and understanding, like, the world of, like, gay men has opened my eyes to a lot of things I was wrong about. Incredible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Weatherby comes on the intercom and says that the serpents are joining not necessarily the serpents are joining, but south south side high is joining riverdale high and um <gasps> i have a question okay where'd the ghoulies go the ghoulies went to prison <laughs> all of them oh yeah <coughs> <laughs> i forgot about that but th- some of them were minors some of them went to juvenile delinquents school or whatever they say that some of them will go to other schools, but some of them will come here. And it, But it really seems like... And the, the thing is that, like, we've talked about how it's Riverdale. Like, it's supposed to be it's a tiny small. town. They're supposed to... Be, we, we were amazed that there were two high schools. So what the fact that there schools? are other schools is like, what? Do, like, are they, they going to other towns? in the district, though. Like, uh-huh. I don't think the towns themselves are that big, but I think that Centerville and Riverdale and Greendale, Greendale. are all very close. So they are probably all in, like, the same county. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> what, bud? What, Sabrina? What? There's more. <laughs> she really had Denise heard it, too. Claire's asleep. <laughs> oh, well, we, we're podcasting. Noted, noted celebrity Claire Willett of Metastation. <laughs> you were snoring last night, so. Yeah, so were we you. Jokes talk. on you. I think everyone in this room I mean, has I had been snoring. Like, <laughs> Okay. Um, so Reggie and Cheryl are really upset for some reason. And uh, Midge is also there. She, she she existed in this episode, so that's exciting. But why do they care so much? I don't know why they I, care. It's very puzzling. I don't Just really like, know. Oh, Cheryl doesn't have a storyline past her mom being, like, a sex worker. So, this. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so... So they're like, cool, so Jughead will be back. And Kevin's like, is that cool with you, Betty? And she's like, oh, it was what? Yeah, it's yeah, really cool, huh? fine. Everything's yeah, totally, fine. I don't have a problem. It's chill. It's chill. It's I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, I don't even care. Now Veronica's, like, trying to keep the peace here. Um, Jughead has written something on his typewriter, and Tony is, like, I think she liked it. I'm pretty sure she liked it. She liked the content, but she was also like, did you write this on a real typewriter? You, you heckin' nerd. I feel like you'd be able to tell because, like, every time you make a typo, you're like, oh. Now I gotta go back and redo the whole thing. Yeah. Do you think Do you think Jughead had typos, or he was just like, clickety-clack, and it was perfect? No, I don't think it was perfect. <laughs> I think it was because he was because fi- he's a fictional character. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But also, shout out to Tony for being one of the few people who actually reads Jughead's writing. I love Tony. Yeah. Yeah, Tony's the best. I have no bad things to say about Tony. No. She's an angel. So they're all going to Riverdale High now, and everyone's, like, really excited and happy because they just want to get an education and things are bad. Like, Jughead's the only person who's really upset that they're all going to a better school. Yeah. That's annoying. he's an idiot. He's going to ruin it for all the other ones who just want to get, who just want to learn. They're going to get a way better education at a, in a way better facility, and everyone there is just a bunch of privileged dicks who don't want, like, riffraff in their school, and I'm like, oh my god. Oh, ragamuffins. The classism is uh, ugly. And it's like, 
why why is he so mad? Because he went to this school for years. Yeah. Yeah. And he has friends there. Yeah. And he's like, I finally found a home. And I was like, I was like, you had the toilets one. didn't flush there. You can have higher standards than that. You can reach for flushable toilets. Yeah. So it turns out that the mayor is in on it because she's shady. She's shady, and the lodges are trying to buy the land uh, underneath Southside High, and so they're going to give a donation to her re-election campaign, which is literally exactly what they did for the Sodale Project. Okay, so like if for the, the Twilight so- Drive-in, if the Sodale Project is different from that, what the hell are they doing to Southside High? Like, what are they building over there? I think. Or is that what still is Sodale? Sodale? What is Sodale again? Is that it's a mall? Ba- no, it's like multi-level, like living, like a live workshop community. Okay. So like, it might be that Southside High is like in that area. Yeah. For so some reason, I feel like this is something the about a mall. They buy the land on top. That yeah, owns. there was definitely like a mall in there. Like, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then a bunch of people are mad because they're calling her angrily. I don't. You know what's interesting though is we didn't see Alice get mad at that at all. No. I, I honestly thought she would be, like, the first person calling to be like, I don't want that riffraff around my kid, but she, she didn't call. Well, that's because she, her uh, her perspective has changed since she decided to, you embrace know. Embrace her serpent side. Embrace her serpent side, you know, go to the white worm and, um, you know, maybe hang out with a, a certain um, serpent king who is very important. <laughs> serpent king, I like that. Yeah. She could be a serpent queen. Yeah. So, Jughead is reading the news article about this, and it turns out that Southside High is a health a- hazard because there's a meth lab in the basement. And he's like, that's- A meth that's lab? That's not true. He said, he said it's just jingle jangle. But still, if there's a lab, <laughs> a drug so lab- A drug lab in the school, in the school you can't there. do it. Jughead's like, it's not even meth. <laughs> Who cares? It's not even real meth. <laughs> like, if it's not meth, then I don't care. Yeah. So, FP comes up and he's like- why are you being What's so up, weird? Buddy? And he's like, turns out the real reason is because Betty and oh look, sure, here she is. <laughs> <laughs> and then something else happens in a different storyline, so we're gonna skip it. Mm-hmm. That was a good story that you just told. The serpents come to the school. Thank you Yay! so much for this top-notch content. I love my children so much. It's finally time that they all join the same storyline. Yeah. So um, Veronica says, "Hey, welcome! Like, we're so excited to have you. It's all great stuff." Um, and then Cheryl comes down, and she has the shortest skirt ever. Like, how is she allowed to wear this? So, like, Sh- Cheryl is allowed to wear whatever she wants, but the serpents can't wear, like, short, like, t-shirts. Yeah. Like, Tony is not allowed to wear short shorts, but Cheryl is. And she's not even, like, wearing bare short shorts. Like, she's at least wearing something underneath. Yeah, like, she's got yeah. tights on, when which they is do- just as much as Ch- Cheryl wears under her skirts. It's just tights. Or her cheerleading shorts, which yeah. we literally saw later in that episode. Uh-huh. The hypocrisy is real. Yeah. Um, Reggie is also a part of this little crew, and the Vixens are also behind them. She calls them ragamuffins, which I'm just so, like, tickled by. I just love the phrase ragamuffins. (laughs) You don't hear that very often these days. So she's like, hi, can you go to a different school, please? She's like, where? Where are they gonna go? She doesn't even say anything super terrible, and Tony says, why don't you say that to my face? (laughs) Tony, Tony, Tony is, is ready to fight. Right here. Tony is ready to fight at all times. She's like, say that to my face. And I'm like, oh, she basically she, she did. did. <laughs> you were right yeah. there. 
So Archie's like, okay, stop. Like, why don't we all just, like, hang out and be friends? And, and get along. And sing Kumbaya. And Reggie's just like, you don't speak for all of the the bulldogs. And Archie's like, I wasn't trying to. Yeah, he wasn't even, like, saying on behalf of the bulldogs. Yeah. He was just talking. And uh, he's like, remember, these dudes literally came to your house and tried to beat you up. And Sleepy's just like... Yeah, I'll finish the job, Yeah, though. sure. It's yeah. Like, whatever. But, like, you know, also, even though Reggie's wrong, he has a good point. Yeah. They did do that. Yeah. But also, I'm like, Sweet Pete, Archie's not the one who's being mean to you. Reggie is. Yeah. <laughs> but Sweet Pete doesn't care. He's Sweet just, like, like, any moving target. As long as you don't have that gun anymore. Like, I still have my knife, so. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm good now. We should still be good to go. Veronica brings up the toxic masculinity in the hallway. Yes. Um, do you think this is just the writers being like, ooh, toxic masculinity? Yeah, let's bring that up. Yeah, they're hitting all the millennial like buzzwords. Yeah, yeah. So then yeah. they can get gift sets made on Tumblr and people will promo the show more. Yeah. Exactly. And do you think I'm joking, but I'm not. No. <laughs> I mean it works. Yeah. Uh so then Weatherby shows up and breaks up the fight. Or like, I don't know, confrontation or whatever it is. I'm aggressive hugging is really what it looked like. To yeah. me. Like, I love you more. No, I love you more. Um, Veronica introduces herself to Tony. Um, Josie and Kevin are also introduced. And instead of Kevin saying, ah, yes, I am Kevin, because Josie <laughs> says, and this is Kevin. And Kevin, instead of being like, yeah, hi, I'm Kevin, looks straight to Fangs. It's like, yeah. like, and you are? He's like, sup, what's your name? Fangs is like, my name's Fangs. It's a nickname, like, but you can call me that. Whatever. Yeah, it's like, cool. It's fine. It's like I know you because me and Joaquin were good friends, and we talked about you all the time. I just find this so strange. Like I talked to you guys about this before, but yeah. like I find it so strange that he's like, "Yeah, you dated Joaquin. Joaquin was my friend, and Joaquin was like, dude, as soon as I'm gone, get in there, because <laughs> <laughs> Joaquin is literally in San Junipero now." Well, do you yeah. think that they were like? The only two... <laughs> we have to stop for a second. Because <laughs> we can't edit out the no. background. <laughs> should, should I, like, poke her or something? <laughs> this is going to be, like, the best, like, tangent thing. Claire snores through the pod. Um, so Witherby... Witherby. Witherby. <laughs> Basically. That's his name. Um, Witherby comes in and he's really mad. Uh, nobody knows why, because there's a giant graffitied snake on the ground. But Tell no me one, about it. Tell me about it. No one really knows who he's yelling yelling at, too, because he goes, yeah. you guys! And he's like, which guys? Yes, you! With the with the faces. Yeah. Um, so this snake, truly, I think, is a work of art. Yeah. Um, on account of, it is, like, three different shades of green uh-huh. and iridescent. Yes. I don't think the snakes would put that much work into graffiti. No. I think they would just be like, yeah, that kind of looks like snake. Sure. Yeah. Like, probably the same amount of effort as Archie's red circle. <laughs> Reggie is incredibly obvious. He's like, yeah, Weatherby, look at how garbage those snakes are. And literally Veronica's like, are you kidding me? Like, is that the best that you could do? And it's a work of art also. So yeah. whoever you got to do that, really talented. So the new rules are no more jackets and no more visible tattoos. And everyone's very upset, especially Jughead. Who does not have any visible tattoos. True. Yeah. <laughs> the person who should be the most upset is Sweet Pea. Pea. Yeah. He's like, I well, have- Well, Juggies on his arm. Where did he get his? On his shoulder, I oh, think. okay. That's easier to hide. Where would you get your like, tattoo? You have to wear long sleeves, though. Where would you get your snake tattoo? Probably on my leg. Okay. Yeah. Tramp stamp. <laughs> Tramp stamp? Where do you think Alice's is? Tramp oh. stamp. 
<laughs> Not kidding. Shoulder blade. Ooh, that would be cool. No, because, oh, yeah, maybe. Ooh. Ooh. She probably had it removed, though. Maybe. You think? Yeah. Or covered up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so there's a Mortal Kombat game in the White Worm that they like to play, and Sweet Pea's playing it here. You Conspiracy nut. No, but I've watched other people play Mortal Kombat. Oh, okay. Conspiracy Jughead has shown up and he's just like, wow, they're telling us what to wear. What's next? Telling us how to live. Wow, Jughead, to, welcome to being a woman. What to eat, what to... Yeah, true. <laughs> they're <laughs> telling <laughs> us what to wear. They're telling us what to do with our bodies that we can't do things. My God, Juggy, that must suck for you. What's next? Not being able to walk by ourselves at night? Oh my <laughs> gosh. So they're like, listen, like, this school is a good school, and our school before was garbage, and so it's actually really nice to, to be able to go to this school, and I don't want to mess it up. And Jughead's like, yes, but I need to needlessly rebel against something in order to feel control of anything in my life. And I'm like, maybe take up knitting. I don't know. <laughs> if we have to take off our jackets for 0.2 seconds out of the day, that's heckin' fine. He's had it! Like, right? Like, that's fine. Because he's had that jacket for, like, a month. Yeah. It's, like, literally been a month. Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. So Calm Jughead... Down, <laughs> Jughead goes to school and wears his jacket anyway. Which I was... Which like, he makes him think that everyone thinks he's really <laughs> cool, but they're actually just like, what an, what a stupid... Yeah, you look at him and you're like, alright, work. He's, like, walking in like he's, like, making some grand political statement, and it's like... Just stop. Yeah. It's like, plus, you, like, are walking in with, like, something tied around your waist and on your back. <laughs> That's not a good use of all of those layers. Only Tony can pull off that aesthetic. That is absolutely true. Yeah. And, by the way, she looks great. Yeah. yeah. Tony and her little fishnets and her shorts. Yes. Like, poor Sweepy has to wear a turtleneck. And during this entire episode, the first time I watched it, I was like, dude, why are you wearing that? Like, why? Why? <laughs> Through, like... The first, like, three quarters of the episode, I was like, what's happening? Why are you doing that? And then I remembered that Weatherby said no yeah. visible tattoos. But also, has he, like, never heard of Dermablend? Right. Like, <laughs> just cover, just use makeup on the visible part of yeah. your tattoo. It takes five seconds because it's so high coverage. Yeah. Anyone who has tattoos, there's a hot tip for you. Yeah. So, yeah, everyone else looks normal. Like, I think Fangs was in, like, a vest or whatever. Like, or maybe that was Sweetie, like, I can't remember. you don't have to all dress like the Northsiders who all dress like they fell out of Pleasantville. Why don't Except you just? Cheryl. Why don't you just wear like a, a regular leather jacket? Yeah, they make One those. Does, yeah, or like, or honestly, just like pin something like over top of the. <laughs> yeah, like, I would be like a sarcastic like butthead, and I would like make like a unicorn print uh -huh. and like pin it to the back of my jacket over the serpent logo and be like, "What? <laughs> it's not gang wear. It's a unicorn. It's just a unicorn." Yeah, I don't mm -hmm. know what you're so mad about. And yet, for some reason, the heckin. Bulldogs are allowed to continue to wear their football jerseys or football jackets. And they all look like a bunch of, like, douchebags. Yes, they do. Yeah. Um, and so basically, uh, Reggie's like, take off your jacket, and Jughead tells him that he has no honor and no, like, why are you so dishonor mean? Dishonor on like, you. Dishonor on your family. Dishonor on your cat. So then they get into a fight. And, of course, you know, Fangs and Sweet Pea come in and, like, continue to, like, defend him. Like, you know, because no serpent stands alone. And oh, Tony is meant to stand in the back and go, uh-oh, bad things are happening. I'm a girl. I can't go over there. Yeah. I'm of two minds about that. Is one, 
Smart. obviously ingrained sexism, but two, she's like, well, this like, is stupid. I'm yeah. not yeah. going to participate in this. I don't feel like getting punched today. The worst part is that then Veronica shows up and she's like, ah, Mr. Weatherby, ah! And then he's like, you're all in trouble, including Tony, even though all she was doing was standing there. Yeah. It's like, oh, good job not breaking this up because you're a teenager. Yeah. And it's not like even your job. Six dudes being idiots. Like large dudes, too. Yeah. So, yeah, so they all get detention and... Jughead gets suspended because he refuses to take off his jacket because he's stupid. I can't think of a piece of clothing I am that married to that I would not... I mean, like, the thing is, I get it when girls do it. Yeah. To, like, protest, like, school dress codes that are obviously inherently sexist. But he's like, I'm not taking off my jacket. And I'm like, really? Because I'm usually forced to put one on. Yeah. Yeah. Suck it up. Yeah. Veronica goes to her parents and says that the integration is going very poorly and maybe we should donate some uniforms to the fashionably misguided, which I think how dare because Tony looked awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They all have great fashion. Yeah. Just poor Sweepy has to wear a turtleneck. Tony had like the short shorts on with the fishnets and that was fine. Yeah. Uh, But apparently she has to wear that weird like uniform now, but Cheryl's allowed to run around in a crop top. Yeah. And tiny skirts. I have some serious issue with the fact that, like, if the, if you're going to make uniforms for people, everyone has everyone to wear Everyone has yeah. to wear uniforms. Otherwise, they're going to stick out just as much in the uniforms as they were in the leather jackets. If and they were smart. Uncomfortable. Yes. And if they were smart, what they would do is they would say, okay, well, these new uniforms are our new... Dress code. Dre- our new, uh, our new super serpent dra- jacket. Yeah. This is the new, this is the new cool thing to wear. But, like, when Ronnie said that she wanted money to, like, try and, like, help people integrate more, I guess, I thought that meant that, like, she would give them each, like, like, actual nice new clothes. Yeah. Or, like, stupid uniforms. Or, like, a Riverdale merch or something. Like, like, high, high school, you know, like. Like a sweatshirt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, or I just think, like, if, if they need new clothes, like, she should be, like, taking them to, like go shopping or something like yeah she should not be instituting a school uniform that she is then not forced to wear mm-hmm. yeah so uh jughead's at the white worm and playing mortal Kombat because that's what he does um fp shows up and he's like i knew you were here because hog eye called and i love hog eye <laughs> i love him so much like the guy who plays hog eye takes hog eye so seriously he really does and i really appreciate that because mm-hmm. that character is like important to very few amount of people <laughs> But yeah, so like just you, just me, yeah. and the guy who plays him in it, and his go. mom, and his mom. But it's just nice that that guy like really takes it seriously mm-hmm. because you know FP shows up and he's like Hog Eye called me, thanks Hog Eye, and Hog Eye goes like FP, yeah, like nice to see you, like Hog Eye. He seems like a good dude. Hog Eye's yeah. a real person. Like well, he feels the like a are good people. They don't yeah. do anything except wear the jackets and hang out at that bar. Yeah, Hog Eye's the bartender, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, he remembered Alice's drink 20 years later. Yeah. He just knows everything about everyone there and cares about them. Yeah. I just, like, every time they're trying to, like, ooh, the serpents are shady, I'm like, they haven't really done anything wrong. It's mostly the ghoulies that suck. Yeah. It's like they're nice people who give Christmas presents to needy families. Exactly. And, like, keep tabs on each other so they don't all go to jail. Yeah. Um, so Jughead's talking about how Weatherby is, like, targeting them, which is, like, kind of fair, I guess. And he's like, he's trying to get us to take off our skins. And FP is like, um. You sound stupid. You mean your jacket? Like, literally, it's just a jacket. Just wear it after school. And Jughead's like, but a serpent never sheds their skins. And he's like, <laughs> I get it. 
I know the rules, boy. Yeah. Or I know the laws. I know the laws, boy. Jughead, like, is literally, like, he wants to be oppressed so bad. Yeah. Like, he wants to have a reason to rebel, and I'm like, just, you know, throw your weight behind someone else's cause, dumbass. Yeah. He's like, yeah, Suicide High was garbagey, but it was, like, our home. And I'm like, why don't you make somewhere else your home? Like, your white, the white worm is your home. Like, just also, Juggy, when, when Juggy was at Southside High, he spent most of his time still at Riverdale High. Yes. Yeah. He's so full of it. <laughs> Who, whoever this Jughead is, like, whatever iteration of Jughead they're yeah. doing right now, I'm not his biggest fan. Where are you, season one Jughead? Yeah, I like, like, mid season one Juggy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's like, listen, I don't like working at Pops. Who likes working at Pops? Not me. Pop does. Yeah, except for Pop. Because he's there all the time. But I have <laughs> to do there. what I have to do. And, like, so do you. And that's just how you have to live your life. But you don't have to... It doesn't have to be your life forever. Yeah. It's just what you have to do for right now. You, you never you stop being... Goodbye. You never stop being a serpent. Stupid hand signal thing. Like, is this a joke? <laughs> what is this? It's the thing. No, I know, but, I like... Know, but it's just... It's... Why? <laughs> I, I want this to be, like, the Riverdale fandom's, like, Vulcan salute. They're, like, everyone, like, like poses in pictures like this. No. And it's, like, stop. <laughs> or it's, like, the the claw hand is the little monsters. Uh-huh. Vulcan salute. And uh-huh. now the serpent fangs. It's beautiful. Um, Jughead comes to school normally because he has given up. I don't know. Okay, here's the big question, though. He was suspended. Why? You can't just come back to school if you're a suspended. It's probably just, like, the, for the day. For the day? Yeah. He's like, I you're suspended, I... and Jughead's just like, okay, okay, well, I'll see you tomorrow. I think he, I think, like, the implication was you're suspended so long as you are still wearing that jacket. Right. But the minute you come back with normal outfit, yeah, you're allowed to fit in, which is just, like, think, dumb. I think that's the truth, because um, later in the episode they say, oh, Fangs was suspended, and then he was back, because yeah. he was wearing the shirt that yeah. he was supposed to wear. I just... There's a lot of hype around clothing in this episode. Yeah. I'm like, but no one's focusing on Cheryl's good outfit. Yeah. <laughs> they need praise. So speaking of, there's the River- new Riverdale shirts, and of course, only the serpents are wearing them. Fangs refused to wear it, so is now suspended. Um, I respect Fangs more than Jughead for this one. Yeah. Those my uh, uniforms are ugly. My thought is, though, that um, the guy who plays him probably was just busy that day. <laughs> <laughs> And they were like, yeah, uh, he refused, so he's not here. But, like, I had to wear uniforms when I went to Catholic school. Uh-huh. Uniforms are horrible. Yeah. And they don't yeah. fit like that, by the way. They don't all look tailored and, like, they fit snug. No. They're baggy. They are corduroys. They are uncomfortable, like, collared shirts. And they're too big. And that's just what you're wearing. Uh-huh. And if they're too tight, then you get in trouble. Because the nuns don't like it. Because the nuns don't like it. The <laughs> Sisters a, of Quiet well, Mercy. Yeah. Literally, I had the most evil substitute teacher named Sister Dolores. Uh-huh. And she oh, was... Umbridge? Boy. Yeah. Sister Dolores. And she was like, she if she didn't like you, she would write your name on the blackboard and you were in trouble until your name got erased from the blackboard. Ooh. She was evil. Just, no shout-outs for Sister Dolores No shout-outs for Sister Dolores. So, like, no uniforms, no Sister Dolores. I don't like any of this. <laughs> I just don't like it. Jughead starts a club. It's called the Swords and Serpents Club, which is like, okay, okay, I have a question, though. something better. I have a question, though. Do you think Swords and Serpents is a thing that Jughead made up, or do you think that's the, like, roundabout thing that they call Dungeons and Dragons in this world? No, I think he... Oh. Because I was going to say, if he made 
making it up. He put the word serpents right in it. I yeah. don't know how he got that past Weatherby. Yeah. But if it's... But if it's a real thing that exists so in is their it, world. Yeah. So is a Dungeons and Dragons thing as a, like, affront to whatever he's actually doing with them? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because okay. that's what he's describing in the thing, like, what yeah, they're like actually doing. Yeah, a fantasy doing. world. That's yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. So yeah. maybe because, you know, they call things other things in, in this show, that's what it's called. What was it? What was it? Right. Not a Fabergé egg. A Glamourge egg. Yeah. Or, um... Spiffany's. American Excess. Yeah. Spiffany's. Yeah, uh-huh. that's my favorite thing. And Shankshaw. Five seasons. Shankshaw! <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's a gaming group. Fangs is back because the actor wasn't <laughs> busy that day. Actually, Fangs only came back because he heard that they were playing Swords and Serpents, and he was like, oh, I actually really love that game. Yeah, and then he comes back and he's like, oh, we're not actually playing Swords and Serpents. And he was like, like, dang it. But I brought my cloak. Yeah. <laughs> like, my sword's in the car. All of my 20-sided die is here. What yeah. the heck? So he's like, yeah, we're being a gang, but secretly. Secret gang. He's like, wow. With the same name. How will anyone not see this happening when you're all dressed the same? We're lying low in the tall grass. That was my least favorite thing that's ever happened to him. I was like, please shut up. Did I say something? Yeah. Did it not feel like there should be Mom, I got energy to speak up. Well, I don't need it on there. I was just telling you guys. I just I just thought it felt like there was more to that line. Like, he just kind of stopped. And it felt like there should be, like waiting to pass you know what i mean like i felt like there was it just kind of yeah. ended and there should have been more thought after it plus it's like there has to be inherent grass. understanding of like how snakes work yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like i don't know, know. all these kids know <laughs> we know how snakes work thank you so much they were lying low in the tall grass not not well, the long not grass for- not the long grass dress part two. Oh, come on man all right uh it's cooper time my faves. If I had a club, I would name it Naps and Velociraptors. No, it has to be a. It has to be, has um, to be an alliteration. Naps can be a weapon. No, it has to be an alliteration. Like they have to start with the same thing. What else starts with a V? Many things. No, that's a weapon. Vaping. <laughs> we get it. You vape. <laughs> I don't though. What would yours be? Come on, guys. You can all do this. Um, umbrellas and unicorns. Oh, that's not bad, actually. Yeah, it doesn't sound the same, though. It's because um, dragons and serpents are two syllables. Right. So you have to find, like, a two-syllable. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm trying to think of a two-syllable dinosaur. I'm going to have to think about this later. And yeah, but know. I definitely want to f- I, I want to pick one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So Betty comes home, and she thinks there's something in her house, which there is, and she goes, hello, and Polly doesn't answer. Polly's an ass. <laughs> um, she, like, prepares her pink pepper spray, which is a setup for later in the episode, and it's Polly. She's come to get her stuff so that she can go back to the farm that's a cult. And it's like, but you can come home now, dummy. She's had her twins. Why would she come home if she can just live on a farm forever? Okay, this might be terrible. She says, I want to go back to the farm where there is no stigma on my babies. Because they're incest babies. Do they have a lot of incest babies in the cult? Oh my god. Or, okay, it's either that people don't know or that cult is super into incest. I thought it was that people didn't know that, like, they were cousins or that their dad is dead or... But since it is a cult... Are we sure it's a cult or is it just like a weird... It um, sounds like a cult. I can't I mean, remember. it's culty enough that she named her kids Juniper, Juniper and Dagwood. Dagwood. 
choices. Yeah. So. So Juniper and Dagwood. Juniper is actually a really lovely name. I think that's a really Juniper's nice name. really yeah, pretty. Juniper's Dagwood nice. is a sad noise. It's, um, so Juniper is like a, a very nature a and there's actually a character in like the Percy Jackson series named Juniper and so I always really loved that name. She was like a nymph or whatever. It's a really pretty name. Dagwood. June for short. Yeah. 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 Um, or Perry. Yeah. <gasps> oh, that's oh, I like Perry. Yeah. And Dagwood is actually a comic book character. Oh, I yeah. thought it was a type of tree. No, it's a sandwich. Well, I what? got. I know how you would find that from context clues. Dagwood is a sandwich. What? Hey Siri, what's a Dagwood? Let's see. My web search. Dagwood sandwich. Yeah, but there's also a comic book character. I can't look it up right now because my can. It's from Blondie. Blondie. It's a character from Blondie. Yeah. And I'm... I know exactly what he looks like, too. Da- is Dagwood the one with the... Yes, I the, think so. The drawn comb over? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, not sure why you would name your kid after that, but cool. I'm gonna name my kid Ham and Cheese. It's <laughs> <laughs> her favorite sandwich. <laughs> She's like, you were named for a beautiful flower. The and san- you were named for my favorite sandwich. <laughs> the sandwich is named after the character... From the comic. <gasps> oh, it is yeah. what I thought he looked like, though. Oh, I see. Yeah. And some crime is going on, huh? Welcome to downtown Vancouver. Please murder someone somewhere else. No, it's not usually murder, you dummy. Like a little flyer, or a lot of the time it's productions. Oh, the productions need to have the sound. Or, out. like, they're either the ones doing the sound, or something goes on on a set, or... Like, when The Rock was shooting here, uh-huh. this was all night. Right. It you was- want to horrible. You want to hear something weird? Yeah. yeah. So I always want to hear something weird. So the sandwich is a, it describes the sandwich here and then it's named after Dagwood Bumstead, the central character. <laughs> <laughs> and the comic strip Blondie who's frequently illustrated making enormous sandwiches. Just like Jughead. Same. According to Blondie scripter Dean Young, his father, Chick Young, Oh! oh! Began drawing the huge sandwiches in the comic strip during 1936. All right, all right, all right. This is um, like so, uh, some deep dive references. Yeah. Wow. But technically, it'd be his uncle, Look right? At that sandwich. What did you say? His father or his yeah, uncle? His father. Okay. That's that's, yeah, that's a massive. huge sandwich. If it was his uncle, that would be super yeah, relevant. That, um, that sandwich is the size of my head. I want one. One of the questions yeah, that I gross. had, though, is that she's like, actually, Betty, I don't want any of you to be a part of my twins' lives. And I'm like, is Betty not the godmother? Like, you asked her to be the godmother. Yeah. 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 Which, I mean, you feel like the cult has definitely brainwashed her just yeah. like a little bit. And, like, bit. why does she get to keep coming home and, like, stealing stuff if she's like... I don't want you to be a part of my lives, but I'm going to take all these things that I gain from the privilege of being in your family. Right. Yeah, anyway, she's being kind of selfish is kind of what I wrote down here. And is trying to take the nightlight, and so Betty takes it away and says there's probably no electricity on the farm anyway. Okay, but, like, <laughs> how uncomfortably true is that? I was actually surprised that Polly was still dressed like a prep. Yeah. Because I expected her to come, like, with, like, flowy, like, lacy, like, granola, like, yellow outfits. Right. You know? Like, like something that looks like maybe you made it. Right. Yeah. So... Alice thinks that McCoy is hiding something, um, and she's like, oh, have you talked to Polly? I want to know what color we should paint the nursery. She's trying so hard. She really is. And she apparently, like, leaves her messages and, like, asks how she's doing, and, like, Polly's just like, 
new phone, who this? Like, yeah. I know Alice has, like, so much to make up for, because she genuinely, like, was a bad mom. Yeah. Like, she, like, locked Polly at that horrible, horrible place. Yeah. I blame Hal for most of that. I don't. I think Alice has responsibility for that. Like, I, I mean, I'm sure she yeah. does in part, but, like, yeah. I think a lot of that was orchestrated by Hal yeah. because he's garbage. Oh, you know what I just realized? We were talking about the fact that the Sisters of Quiet Mercy were quite um, abusive. Yeah. yeah. And so the fact that Alice went there and was probably abused. And then, and then sent, sent Paul, her yeah, daughter That's there, what I'm thinking. But also her son was also there for 18 years of his life. Like, that's... And I feel like the show is probably not going to recognize that because they've probably already forgotten that plot line. Yeah. But, like... For me, that's a really bad reflection on Alice's character, which sucks, because, like, I always want her to be the hero. Yeah. Like, I want to be on Alice's team, like, all the time. Mm -hmm. But with this one, like, there's some bad parenting there. But you can see that she's trying to, like, make reparations and really reach out, but I think the damage is done. And also, Polly kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, So, Betty and Jughead have a chat here. Um, Their chemistry teacher's name was Dr. Beaker. Dr. Beaker! Which is uh, relevant to chemistry, so that makes sense. Um, he has a social worker named My bad. Weiss, and uh, she's trying to find her long-lost brother to help her mom, and, because Polly is a butt, is what I wrote down. <laughs> she's like, oh, you lost one child? I will replace it with another. Uh, and Jughead says that he will help. Doesn't Betty know that she's enough? <laughs> Okay, so she goes to talk to Weiss, Mrs. Mrs. or Miss Weiss, I can't remember, but um, his files were made public when he was 18. His name is Charles Smith, and uh, he's been in the foster system his whole life. And I like that he has the most, like, if his name had been John, yeah. that would have been, like, literally the most generic name possible. Yes. His address is in Centerville, which is two towns over. What's the ones in the middle? Greendale. And something else. I was like, what's the other one? <laughs> is Greendale the one that they had to they had to drop the drugs off there, right? Yeah, yeah that's where, where Green- Sabrina lives. It's yeah. where Greendale Community College is. Right. Yeah. No one gets my references! No, I do community! Yeah. Okay. Took me a second, but I got there. Thank you. So Betty tells her parents that uh, Polly had the twins and they are sad. Alice's face is literally so heartbroken. Like... Does Hal even really react other than no. just kind of seeming irritated? I don't like Hal. No one I likes don't Hal. Like, no, I don't like... But here's the thing. The, he's actually, like... Oh, no, he actually has done a lot of things wrong. Yeah. Like, he's really weird. Yeah. 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 Like, in a not good way. Yeah. The part that gets me in this scene is the way Machen changes her voice to, like, make it all small and soft and sad. And yeah. it's just like... <gasps> my heart. <laughs> um, is that the, how you say her name? I thought it was Machen. I thought it was Machen. Is it Machen? I thought it was too, but I've watched like YouTube videos and it's Machen. Oh, okay. Man. That's With good apologies to, know. to Machen for mispronouncing it yeah. for two seasons. Good to know. Good to know. We've got yeah. it now. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, the twins are healthy and she's found her long lost brother. His name is Charles, but um, Hal doesn't want anything to do with him, and I think that's because it's FP's kid. Um, agree. Agree. And also, so weird that Betty's sibling is Charles Boyle. Yeah. That's so weird. Weird. And it's, like, really more evident when Alice is like, he won't approve. We have to do this in secret. Yeah. And I'm like, there's a it's reason like, why he does he won't care approve. so much? It's like, yeah. why does he hate that kid so much? Like, wouldn't it's you like, be interested? Womp, womp, it's I don't know. Yet. I just feel like if you were a good person and, like, a good husband, yeah. 
if your wife wanted to find like the child that either she or both of you lost you might be a little bit more on board with that yeah so like the fact that hal doesn't means that like he will even let like petty old grudges get in the way of like alice's happiness well he's obviously like insecure about their entire marriage he should be but you know one good way to help repair things leave is to do something nice for her oh that one too though it's like you can just go hal (laughs) no one needs you then leave him (laughs) at home (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah she sides with hal but then in the middle of the night she's like i do actually want to go see him you know what my mom's never done in my entire life? Woke, well, like, watched you sleep on yeah, your bed. Sat on the side of my bed and waited for me to wake up. My mom wakes in and she either goes, wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Or she walks in and goes, get up, we're going to Costco. It's really one of those two. <laughs> Should I wake up Claire like that when we were? It said you threw a pillow at her. Yeah. Yeah. So they go to the place, Centerville, and they're looking for him. The dude knows the number. So I assume that, like, all of these clients that are coming yeah, are like, hey, I'm looking like, for Charles Smith. Okay, but what do we think? Do we think Smith is a real name or a fake name? No, I think that's his real name. I think that's what the sisters just assigned him. Oh, you think that, like, uh, they just give you a generic name when yes. you're in this? Huh. So, yeah, I think that there were there are clients that are always coming up and saying, I'm looking for Charles or I'm looking for Chick Smith. Okay, so, like, what's his job, though? I still do not know. Like, I even was just, like, fantasy fam- fulfillment. And all I can think is just, like, is this a sex thing? Like, that's I don't know. what it know. sounds like to me. Because that's what it sounds like. But then I, like, went on Tumblr and, like, people were like, I don't know what that means. I don't, like, I don't understand. I mean, I thought it was a sex thing until I was thinking, like, there's already, like, a prostitution storyline. No, I feel yeah. like that's, they could, like, link them together. Like, it's a, like, a secret prostitution ring in Riverdale. What a strange storyline <laughs> to put in. You'd be like, hey, what else is going on in Riverdale after all the other At be- least there are mm, adults yeah. in this ring. That's a good point. Um, but yeah, I, there are so many oddball items in this room. Yeah, like, he's got, like, a camera and then a microwave that's all duct taped. Yeah. Like, he literally could be doing anything in there. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, he could be a cam boy, for all you know, but instead of, like, doing any weird sex stuff, he just, like, sits there and eats a sandwich. Yeah. Um, so, even- We go on YouTube and watch people cook sandwiches. Stop making it weird. I'm not making it weird and pointing out logical things that you think are weird because I'm right. It sounds weird. (laughs) Sorry that I'm right all the time. It must be really hard for you. So when they show up, he says, yeah, yeah, I know who you are. I got your address when I turned 18. I don't think that's legal. Yeah, like why? If if Are they allowed to give out her address? If he was really off the rails. I mean, they out his. That's true. But she had to do, that's because his files got made public when he was 18. But well, he probably went to his casework and was like, where's my mom? No, but the thing is, if he's really off the rails, like, he could go and be, like, murdering them. But he didn't. That's the thing. But I guess. Like, like But now like, he's watching people sleep. I mean, either, like, wait. I'm having some kind of thought. Okay, think like, about it. Like, did they sign something when Alice had the kid, like, that they that would, said. like, disclose information when he turned 18? Okay, I'm worried less about this and more about if his job is fantasy and wish fulfillment, what if he's somehow organized in the organization of whatever the Black Hood is doing? And, like, he has, like, a computer doing the voices and stuff. Huh. And, like, it's not so much that, like, he might pick the targets in Riverdale and then whoever's wish is, like, to actually kill someone, that they're the Black Hood that day. Oh, boy. I don't think that's it. But I mean, like I, I well, think it's I a think good it's theory. A cool theory. It's cool, 
It's it's original. <laughs> um, it's probably too original. I think it's for wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's just that I'm really like special and creative too. So so he says that he has stopped by by their house, um, but he assumed that they wouldn't want him around. Um, they kept Betty though. I feel like, bad for him. I feel bad for he, him too. He's crazy, but, he's, but he's had a really bad life. And like this is this is very clearly like the adopted kid storyline, like the yeah. abandoned kid storyline, you know? Like these are all of the he's vocalizing all of the things that are like stereotypical for yeah. a adopted or whatever kid to think. Yeah. But yeah, she she calls him Charles and his name he goes by Chick instead. So thank you. Now we know how to how to pronounce it. Yeah. We assumed that it was this, but great. Oh wait, did you actually think it was Sheik? I well, I know it. Oh, it that's spelled right. We had like a whole Sheik. conversation about. It. And I was like, yeah, no one names their kid Sheik, but all right. Yeah, but he goes by Chick. Okay, so that makes sense. She cries in the car. That's the next thing that happens. Mm. I think they just went about it the wrong way. Uh huh. Like I think they should have like figured out a better way to like. They should have a first meeting yeah. instead of just like showing up on his doorstep. Yeah. They should have like emailed him first and been like, Are you interested in meeting us? Yeah. And then like got his consent to meet them instead of just like showing up and being like, Hey, we're forcing ourselves into your life. Right. Um, Betty finds the nightlight and decides to go and find him again. And uh Chick is currently being stabbed. My thought on this is just like they're like, we need to find a way for Chick to get into their house. Have him stabbed. Let's be like, uh, Jared, what do you think? Um, what if we just, like, had him stabbed? Yeah, sure. Yeah, whatever. Why not? Yeah, that's fine. Sure. Let's put... Go ahead. That's it. It's... Why did that happen? I have no idea. But either way, Betty finally gets to use her special pepper spray. <laughs> okay, so but great. she sprays the pepper spray, and then the only person affected is the bad guy. Yeah. When you spray pepper spray, it does not pick one victim. Nope. She brings Chick home two towns over when she could just go to a hospital. Where's the closest hospital and why is she taking him two towns over Where is instead? The closest? Is there a Riverdale hospital? Oh, yeah, because yeah. Archie drove Fred there. It's just old as heck. So then they, they start helping him, except Hal is kind of, like, really half-assing it. Yeah. <laughs> At this point. And Hal, it's, uh, Hal someone's bleeding yeah. in your house. Like, if anything, stop him from bleeding because he'll, he'll get blood on your stuff. Like, yeah. if, that, if you have to care about anything and you don't want to, at least try and care about that. Yeah. Um, so now Chick is in their, in like, I assume Polly's bed. Yeah. And they're like, go ahead, get some rest there. And he goes, okay, good night, Alice. Good night, Hal. And Hal's like, like yeah. literally makes a face that's like, we are not friends. Yeah. Hal's like, whatever, dude. Yeah. She's like, okay, well, you're safe here. Good night. And he like sees the creepy nightlight thing. And then he gets up and starts watching Betty sleep. You know, that's no... That's normal behavior. Yeah. You know what I do is I actually get up in the middle of the night and sometimes I actually stand silhouetted in the doorway and I just watch <laughs> Sam sleep. Yep. Sam, can you confirm? Um, Don't know because you're sleeping. I, this is a cry for help. <laughs> help me. Um, but the voiceover calls him a new monster. You guys were talking about how you think that potentially he's just going to be creepy for this episode and then for the rest yeah. of the episodes he's going to be normal. He'll have like two episodes of creepy and then they'll explain like his even more tragic backstory or like whatever his occupation is and I'll be like, oh, chick, you're so misunderstood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like we know he's still around because of Lily's like Instagram stories and stuff. Like they're still shooting things with him. Exactly. So like, I don't know if he joined the cast or whatever, but he's going to have an interesting storyline. Yeah. I'm excited. Me, Me too. Okay, now it's time for segments. My first segment is called A Sexual Jughead? Question mark, question mark, question mark. And the answer is yes, always, always yes. yes. Nothing terrible has happened. 
I mean, other than his personality transplant. Yes. Yeah. Ow. And my segment is, did Jughead eat a burger? No. He was too busy with a tin hat on. Yeah, and I'm annoyed by him, so doubly no. Uh, my next segment is called, did the snake parents acknowledge their obvious history? Unfortunately, no. They were both in the episode, but they did not interact. But, like, give them time. Give yeah. them time. Eventually. It's a slow burn one. But they're, uh... Uh, their son was in the episode, which is exciting. There yeah. you go. I was like, their obvious history was at least alluded to because Hal doesn't like their kid. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's time for our best line award. Uh, my best line award goes to Veronica this episode for... And Cheryl. No one invited fascist Barbie to the party. And mine goes to Cheryl for... Stand down, Eva Perone. And mine goes to Veronica for... I'm so over the toxic masculinity in this hallway right now. All right. Yay. Now it's time for a trailer reaction. Okay, three, two, one, go. You're not good enough for my daughter. Oh, Ronnie's a pussycat again. You know what you oh, 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 mad. See, he's normal again. There's yeah, but Hal looks mad about it. Oh, whose hand was that? It's like there's nothing. I'm really interested in, in Chick. It's like all of a sudden, oh, there's wrestling. And what? running. How long it's has like Archie been on the wrestling team? Oh, I see. Always. Like, I've seen this stuff going on with, like, um, the, the protest that, that the serpents are doing. Which, the, yeah. yeah, there was, like, a promo, sh like, shot of, like, Sweet Pea and Fangs with the duct tape over their uh, over their mouths and and stuff. Joke's on Sweet Pea, though, because I think most people would want him to duct tape his mouth shut <laughs> so that he'd stop talking. Robin wants him to talk forever because yeah, she loves him. I she do. really does. Thank you so much for listening. Our music is Terminal by Good News Tunes. If you're a fan of The 100, we like to talk about that show, too. And we just went to a convention about it, so we're going to be putting up a convention recap. It was awesome. Yeah, it was really awesome. We also have a Lost podcast. It's heckin' dope. Yeah, it might be Robin's favorite thing It's my ever, favorite thing that I've ever Lost. made, probably. Yeah. Um, Sam was just on it, so if you enjoyed Sam in this episode, uh, go check it out. And if you didn't, uh, check it out anyway. And uh, she's not on every episode, no, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so don't worry about just it. Just pick a different episode. You can just fast forward through my voice. It's pretty easy to find. <laughs> you can follow The Aficionados on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Redbubble, and YouTube soon. Follow me on Twitter and I'll do the same. Yeah, we're trying. Basically every social media platform, I think, except Instagram, because yeah. this is an audio podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you can also uh, go on to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash theafficionados. If you like what we do here, please consider donating. We really could use your help. Everything that we get goes straight back into the podcast. So, yeah, we appreciate you. We do. You can follow me on Twitter at Abritania, which is B-R-I-T-T-A-N-I-A -T -T -A -A with an underscore at the end. And you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey, that's R-O-B-Y-N-E-J-E-F-F-R-E-Y, -E -E pretty much everywhere. And where can we find you on social media, Sam? I am Sam Casey's on Twitter, that's S-A-M-C-A-S-E-Y-S. And we will have Sam on next episode as well, because she'll be around, so Woo! why not? Yay, lucky me. And our next episode is 211, The Wrestler. And that movie was a 2008 American sports drama film, so let's see how that goes. Oh, boy. <laughs> Yay, sports. Sports ball. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you, bye. bye. bye.